0: Now then, and thank you for listening, welcome to the Midlife Film Catch-Up, a podcast where two friends watch a different film each week that they've never seen before. We started in the year we were born, 1983. 1982. Na- 1983. 1982 for me. Yeah. 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 Um, and we've watched a different film ever since. Uh, we're now on to the f- year 2009, and the film is Mother by Bong Joon-ho. Bong Joon-ho, shout out. However, we're doing something different this week. We are. It's. Um, it's been a busy week. It's been a busy week. Why don't you explain why we're not doing what we're scheduled to do?
1: Um, I've let people down and I've not watched this week's film. So Bong Joon-ho
0: fans, mother fans, 2009 fans, don't worry, we'll still be covering yeah. that film that year. Don't switch off. Keep listening. Keep listening because this is a what they call a bonus episode.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's fair to say that, but more on that later. Should we just set the scene? If you want to
0: support this podcast, there are three ways you can support this podcast.
1: What's number one?
0: Number one is we have a crowdfunder. You can buy us a coffee by going to...
1: Kofi.com.
0: K-O-F-I and...
1: co hyphen fee.com forward slash film catch up yeah or is it midlife film no catch up? It's,
0: it's film catch up okay. and then the uh, link is in the bio of our instagram which is film catch up at film catch up
1: so what's number two and three number
0: two i'm glad you asked you can give us a five star rating on the podcast plot f- platform that you listen to this on yeah that helps other people discover the
1: midlife film catch up great what's number three tell a friend tell a friend as simple as that tell a friend hashtag word of mouth yes still holds a lot of currency in today's algorithmic society doesn't yeah. it? word of mouth we just need a sticky message that's what Malcolm Gladwell would say oh, don't bring Malcolm Gladwell into it what's a sticky message
0: something that sticks with people and they remember it and it sticks to other people
1: He's, he's he's the guy who, who talks about a ten thousand hour rule. <laughs> have we talked about this? We, I don't think. I think. Yeah, we have talked about it privately, and I, I think it. I think it doesn't hold up to scrutiny. So to become
0: good at something, you have to practice it for ten thousand hours. Mark Gladwell's um, example is the Beatles playing in Hamburg.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, come on.
0: Well, what are you an expert in that you haven't that you spent less than ten thousand hours on?
1: Um, that's the only way to disprove Gladwell's. It's theme. not. No, that's that's not the only way to. I think let's ne- let's not get into it because okay. that's a bit of a bit of a blind alley. And um, should we set the scene? Okay, sorry. Yeah, you no, what were you gonna say?
0: Well, I was gonna say I was gonna move on to what we're doing this week by saying.
1: no nah, we're teasing people.
0: Yeah,
1: I like that. Yeah. But okay, so,
0: so we're back, we're doing this only for the second time, I believe, in um, your homestead. <laughs>
1: yeah, your <laughs> your voice had a lot of um, intonation just then. Um, yeah, we're in um, 66 Garrick Street, L7 4LF, <laughs> if you want to send any gifts, uh, you're very welcome to. We're in the front room, um, children's toys around, we've got Dipsy and Poe. They're like staring at me. Staring at you to um, what you might call Teletubbies Um, we've got Thomas the Train lots of toys Mm -hmm. and we're not I've had I don't know about you Sam but I've had a bacon sandwich this morning really? yeah so uh, stirred up a bit of um, yeah we had a few writings last week after I said that I'm not I wouldn't have ketchup on a a bacon butty and neither would you actually but and we're talking about what kind of people we'd like to associate with I said I wouldn't like to you said if I'd gone to like a conference or something and I had to pick two sides of the room would I go and hang out with people who have red sauce on their bacon butty or brown sauce and I said not the red sauce ones because I think a disproportionate amount of them would have mental health problems and uh, they'd 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 latch onto me because I would because I, I, I humour people a bit too much. And, um, I'd get locked into conversations with them
0: you're over accommodating, yeah, a little bit um, so
1: we, we had a writing on that, didn't we
0: we had a, we had a yeah well I, I just remembered another one so um a, a young man in Liverpool called um, paul, right wrote in. okay, um, and he described uh up on bacon sign is, is pure nonce behavior okay yeah i agree i agree with that, I agree um, with that the behaviour nonce yeah. Um he's yeah, very much in favour of brown sauce. Um but he does conquer that tomato ketchup people are much more fun to be around. Oh okay. Controversial. Well, would you agree with that? <laughs> uh, well that's that was my whole that was my whole um argument, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. And and you complimented me by saying you'd think I would be a red sauce person, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think yeah, I don't really want to get back into it, but no, but no. Who's who's um, who's who else has written in?
1: Well, I had another writing, but um, about something different. I just want to stick to the to the bacon thing at the moment because I had neither of those things on my on my bacon butty this morning. Did you have a different thing? Yeah, I think I think this will be fine. I I'd say this is not this isn't nonce behaviour. I had English mustard on it. Okay, so someone did ring
0: into that <laughs> someone did ring into that effect as well actually.
1: I had I lightly toasted the bread, or just toasted it, I put butter on it, and then I put English mustard on it, and then I had spinach and you're wincing at the spinach thing, I had spinach and bacon. Spinach, bacon, English mustard.
0: And butter. Um what cards on my table here, I don't fully know the difference between French, English, American, and Dijon.
1: Dijon's a bit sweeter and less spicy, okay. uh, and, and American is a bit of a uh, a bit like they've taken the Dijon uh, one step too far in the sweetness. Steaks, right? Um, and well, Dijon's n- very different in color to American, isn't it? It's kind of like a bit paler, a bit more anemic. Um, but English, I'd say, is the fieriest of those three. English, the fieriest. Okay. Yeah. How can
0: we remember that in a like a useful aphorism?
1: Um, English is spicy. Dijon is sweet. Americans are only good for meat. Americans, you wouldn't want it with meat.
0: English is spicy. French is sweet. Dijon, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. What's the difference between French and Dijon? Sorry. French is there a French mustard? I believe and so. And a Dijon yeah. mustard, or is it just the same thing?
1: I believe they're similar.
0: Okay. English is spicy. French is sweet. The Americans are only good for the meat. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Americans, yeah. you'd never put it on meat. Um, so, because I, I don't think you put it on anything except. Go on. Is there another? So, writing?
0: so a young a young man called Jordan um, wrote in to say that Coleman's English mustard. If there's an egg with it.
1: Is that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Read it again.
0: Um, oh So I asked... Uh, is it, I
1: think the cadence, the way you said it, it confused me a little. Yeah, bit. well, let me give
0: you some context as well. So I put out the question as a poll. Oh, right. On the...
1: Um, on Instagram. M-
0: midlife film catch-up Instagram us. Yeah. Um. Oh, the way that you looked at the microphone. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was just checking it wasn't peaking, peaking duck. Um and I
0: said the two options were ketchup, brown sauce, and other please you know, please specify. And Jordan says nothing but partial to Coleman's English mustard if there's an egg with it. Not a lot of questions in your in your head, isn't there?
1: That's that's really that's a real that's a very <coughs> confusing statement.
0: So he's saying Purely bacon sandwich, it wouldn't have any condiment on it. If he's got an egg and bacon sandwich, he's putting English mustard in there. Cheap shot.
1: So, so the egg is like a
0: qualifier? Yeah, I mean, there's some it's something in an egg-mustard combo for Jordan that complements the bacon.
1: And is he only talking about that in relation, do you think, to bacon? But yes, because that's what the poll was about. Yeah, yeah. So he's saying... He wouldn't have any condiment on it, but if there's, oh, like a, he's talking about like a fried egg in in the bacon butty. I'm guessing. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah that's what threw me. I thought, what? Okay, so fried egg, and then he'll have mustard in it. Yeah. No red sauce, brown sauce, must.
0: No, no, just English mustard, spicy English mustard.
1: I think that's okay.
0: And um, this is a left field one. Yeah. Um, a young woman called Susie wrote in. Yeah. Um, in response to the poll, ketchup and sriracha mix.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can see that. They're
0: both red. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to any any sort of spice into my bacon sandwich equation.
1: So you wouldn't have mustard, for example, English mustard.
0: Um, I mean, I've never, I It never even crossed my mind, to be honest. What I mean, I'm happy with. I think. I think the the vinegar of the brown sauce. I mean, we have got back into this, haven't we? No,
1: I mean, it's, it, it needs putting to bed, doesn't it? Yeah, like we are putting it to bed. Yeah. What did you eat this morning? Um, muesli, yogurt,
0: blueberries, and banana. Is that, that's very healthy. Hmm. What kind of muesli? It was healthy because I went to Glasgow last weekend.
1: So you had to. You were a bit backed up. Yeah, yeah. To um, release some stuff. Yeah. What um, what kind of muesli? Um, Little urn brand. Yeah, you're a big little fan, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Um, and you've had a haircut.
0: And uh, yeah, to continue setting the scene, I've had a haircut this morning. I've been on the biggest run ever recorded. But
1: by, by yourself? Yeah. Not. Not. The biggest not run I recorded. Well, yeah, no, not that. That's implying like, you know, of everyone in the, wor- in the world. So yeah, feeling good. No, I mean it's the biggest run you've ever, you've ever recorded.
0: Ever recorded? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've ever. So how how many clicks? I I say clicks. What does that mean? It's like I'm a, I'm sort of like an American GI mm-hmm. saving Private Ryan or something. I would say clicks. Yeah. Instead of kilometers. Oh, it's clicks kilometres? Oh, I believe so, yeah. I believe it's an army term for kilometres. Um, we don't need to
0: go into that. No, don't write in. I mean, I'm not going to say how many kilometres I've run. Why not? Okay, 5.4. I'm not a big runner. Th- that's not a lot at all.
1: No. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, it's a big achievement for me, and Strava was very, um, you know, nice about it.
1: But yeah, I don't think it's going to. Don't think it's in their business interest to criticise the people who use their app. Um, I'll keep using it. So, I mean, it's not a lot 5.5 kilometres. I I, I I do four clicks. Yeah, that's like, even less, isn't it, Some might like say. So. Yeah, but that's just a standard run for me, and that's very close to five. Mm. That's one away from five. It's 1.5 away from
0: 5.5. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm building up because I'm doing a, my first ever organised run.
1: All oh, right, who's for, this with
0: for November?
1: I think that's something different. What do you mean? You grow a mustache for that? Yeah, but you can do other stuff as well,
0: like runs. Mm, not sure about that. Ten, ten clicks. This one is,
1: and I've never ran that. I think, I think you're literally just meant to grow a mustache and and get money for it. Yeah, I'm not going to get money nor grow a mustache. I'm just going to run ten clicks. Um. I mean 10 clicks is not you should probably set set it at like 20 or something because 10's very you know you could do 10 without training couldn't you it's very easy No No you, you could very um, very easily it's it, we set the scene um, where yeah where did you go for your haircut uh Norman's always Norman's always where
0: is that <laughs> um Smithdown Road just a little bit further down from Purple Carrot, Meatless. Yeah. Between Purple Carrot and Meatless on the opposite side of the road.
1: Between Purple Carrot and Meatless. I, opposite side of the road, near to where Dr. Roberts lives. Very near, yeah. yeah. so close. Moby, the Mo, near Mobe Shack.
0: Yeah, it could even be next door to Mobe Shack.
1: What, and you didn't go in to Mobe Shack? Is it a rum punch shop? Mobe Shack, I think it's like very mixed messages. I think it's like some sort of food. Definitely some sort of food going oh, on. right. Some sort of cocktail and something else.
0: Mm, no, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't go it. I mean, it was 10 o'clock on the front you, You've got
1: Target Electrical Store on that side of the road. You've got Moby Shack. Um, I, I've never heard of Norman's, to be honest. Does uh, Target sell light, light fittings? Yes. Yeah, so it's next door to Target. Is it? Mm-hmm. It's quite a long Target. It's quite big, that one. Big-ish. I think it's next door to that, yeah. Um. And so, I mean, I thought you were more Golden Fingers, Swanky Malone, sort of. Well... What was the original hairdresser?
0: Normans is part of the Swanky Malone dynasty. <laughs> is it? So is it? Charlie, who's the brother of Swanky, set off on his own uh, last year. Pardon?
1: What, say that again.
0: Charlie is, is the brother of Swanky, the person who started Swanky Malone's.
1: Swanky's the real name? No, no, right. no. Um, so, Charlie Malone broke off.
0: Yeah, and he's up
1: Normans, which is named after his granddad Norman. Is there any bad blood, do you think? Now, Cain no. and Abel, now they're competitors, no. aren't they? Two, well, was, two brothers. He was telling me this
0: morning that he's planning a holiday with all his brothers next year to Bali.
1: So, you do the oh, maths. And uh, pardon? You do the maths. I like What's that? You do the maths.
0: You do the maths, yeah.
1: That's good. You do the maths. How many brothers has he got then? Swanky Malone. Three. Three other brothers. There's four of them.
0: He's really? got three brothers. You got
1: Charlie Malone, Swanky yeah. Malone and two others. Mm-hmm. And so Swanky and, and Charlie are in competition as hairdressers in Liverpool. That's pretty that could create a lot of bad blood.
0: Well there's there's some key differences though. Yeah. Swanky Unisex is unisex, right? He's got the Baltic Triangle location. Charlie's got the purple carrot location. Uh, okay,
1: so the, yeah, so one's got central Liverpool, one's got South Liverpool. Exactly, yeah, uh, yeah. Don't cross those borders. Charlie's not in any rush to grow it, grow his no practice. Oh, interesting, interesting uh, take on capitalism.
0: Yeah, no, it's good. I think it's healthy. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, no, I agree with that. When what what's your hair situation these days? Are you still cutting it yourself?
1: Yeah, I, I I I believe hairdressers are agents of of the government, so I won't let them touch my my hair your mm-hmm. um, aerials.
0: And it's your aerials are particularly long at the moment, aren't they? Do you think that's because you're unemployed?
1: Uh, I think so. Well, freelance, I think I think is what we, we, we said last week. Uh freelance. Um yeah, no, well even when I was employed it was it was on the longer side. Um mm-hmm. uh, you know, obviously you you need to you, your your hair needs to be open to receive signals yeah. from, from the cosmos. Yeah. And but, I think anyone who wants to shorten your hair is an agent of, of culture. And Terence McKenna said culture is not your friend you know i i i i i admit that i'm privy to existing in culture i'm not i'm not away i'm not living in a hut in in the mountains you know in the middle of nowhere obviously but you know i try to keep that interaction as 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 limited as as I, as I humanly can which is very difficult obviously yeah yeah
0: you yeah, i mean you are producing a a podcast which is about films every week
1: yeah you've got a very good point there I am very much into culture in some respects, but, what, but, what, but there's, some, there's some there's some part of it that I, I don't want to be near. Yeah, you were looking at Telita. Yeah, I was. It? I was. I know. I really like. I really like Getting her. I don't want my hair cut. I don't want someone cutting my hair with their idea of what my hair should look like. Well, you can, you, what happens is in a
0: barbershop or a hairdresser, you tell them what you would like. They don't say this is what you should. This they don't control the style of cut
1: they never listen and often they're too busy talking talking and um, trying to initiate you in football right do you know what I mean
0: yeah Um, you've had you've had a bad experience I have I had my my ear
1: did get snipped when I was um, when I was like having one of my first haircuts yeah Yeah. like Van Gogh Mm, was was he having a haircut um no one knows how it happened <laughs> um so uh, i don't trust them and i think they're all trying to make us have short hair and i think if everyone had short hair the world would be a very boring place i should clarify my stepsister natalie she's a hairdresser she runs a salon in crosby uh called natalie's and um, in no way um in no way shunning that. Please continue. Have you ch- challenged her? Uh, do do patronise that, Salon. Sorry? We do have a lot of Crosby-based listeners as well. Like, yeah. Like Jordan, who eats uh,
0: yeah. mustard with egg and bacon.
1: But did you ever go to Golden Fingers? Never, no. Did you, you used to go to Root? What was it, Root? I went
0: there once and got a sub-optimal haircut. Never went back.
1: He was an aggressive character, wasn't he?
0: Route sixty nine. Is it called Route
1: sixty nine? Sixty six or sixty nine? I don't know. You get mixed up with sixty nine A antique shop.
0: Maybe, yeah. Or sex. Bill, Sex. <laughs>
1: or <laughs> Bill and Ted. Um, a quite an aggressive character. The Route sixty nine hairdresser.
0: Well, I think him he was away, and I got his apprentice, um, and I think that was part of the problem. Yeah. Yeah. he's a nice guy but not very good at cutting hair
1: I think you're just putting your life in your hands every time you're at the you go; they, they could have had a bad morning they could be still they could still be tripping from the night before you don't know what's going tripping. on yeah they could be they could be drunk they could be going through a, a, a crisis a personal crisis they could be splitting up with someone they could be having a midlife crisis. They might have had a diagnosis at some point. Like, you know, you, you don't know what their, their, their state is like. They might be wanting to do it fast and get you out the door. You, you know, you, your life is in their hands.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm getting mixed messages because if they're agents of government... Yeah. And Terence McKenna, who's a big advocate of their psychedelic substances... Yeah. Is saying not to go to hairdressers. If I'm understanding no, you right, no, no, he's
1: never met. He's never he's never talked about hairdressers.
0: But then you're saying the hairdressers are tripping because they're doing psychedelic no, substances. No, no,
1: they're, they're tripping on um, designer recreational drugs.
0: Right. Okay. Cocaine.
1: Yeah. Which is all a huge part of capitalism. Cocaine is. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Correct. Recreational drugs. Are, you know, obviously. They're hugely linked. They they are. But they're outside
0: of capitalism aren't they? because they're, Ill-
1: Ill- they're still it's still capitalism even if they're black market goods. It still creates violence, mm-hmm. which is what capitalism does: mm-hmm. enslavement and violence. And psychedelics are something you can grow yourself, and they come or they or they come from the earth. So you so you you, you do the math cocaine comes from the earth but it's uh, obviously it goes through a lot of processes that involve labour and it's mass produced Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: yeah yeah but yeah happy with happy with the cut Um, I'm not getting another cut now until the new year
1: really yeah before you go travelling
0: so I, I said to Charlie have a good Christmas
1: nice did that make you feel good
0: well I said to him have a good Christmas and you offered me some pretzels which were Christmas design on the packet yeah and I'm all for celebrating Christmas as early as possible
1: yeah what about May who's that what about doing it in May oh uh, Ye um,
0: no no second half of the year
1: so from July yeah
0: <laughs> yeah that's fine yeah
1: so when are you going to put your decks up
0: um, probably within the next three weeks <laughs> I, don't,
1: I don't I don't I don't believe that I don't believe you yeah I like believe in you. two weeks time I don't think, it's, I, don't, I, don't think it's, I think you're will. I think you willfully lying in two weeks time it's mid November yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, we're in Christmas Terrasori then
1: do you know what I do from the 1st of December to the 20th of January, drink a pint of Bailey's awesome. every, every day, <laughs> like Tommy Walsh from Ground Force. Yeah, he does. He does it all year.
0: A pint of Bailey's every day. Yeah, yeah. That's that's bad news. I think I don't. I, I bet he stopped doing that.
1: Yeah, I mean, might as well just drink whiskey because that's that's what he's getting from it.
0: Yeah, it's it's delicious, though, isn't it? <laughs> Listen, I think we should move on to what we're actually here for today. Okay. So we decided when the news came out that Chris hadn't watched the film that we would do a, something a bit different. We love films. We we're always going to love films. We're not turning our back on films. Whoa. But we also quite like music. So if you were to, if you get to give a rating out of five for films and a rating out of five for music, what would you give them each?
1: I'd give film 4 out of 5, 4.5 out of 5. And mm-hmm. I'd give music 5 out of
0: 5. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. So yeah. could You could construe that as you prefer in music to films.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Music is life. But I always say that m- m- films have music in, so what's the point of just music? I always say that.
1: Yeah, but if, if if one was going to get taken away, I, I'd rather I'd rather film was taken away. Interesting. And you're only left with music. Music is life. Film is like dreams or something. And films
0: would be rubbish without music. Wouldn't yeah, they? exactly. Apart from those ones that are quite good that don't have music in. Yeah. So we're going to we're going to discuss our top five albums of all time.
1: Yeah. I threw down a gauntlet. <laughs> You told me about <laughs> ten minutes before you arrived at my house. Yeah, and I've got to say that I'm I'm uncomfortable with this. I, I'm really up for it, but um, I think it's going to expose me for the the fraud that I am very quickly.
0: A fraud in what in what terms?
1: Like making lists is something that I don't like doing making a top live, top 5 list you know it's very difficult and i want to i want to choose obscure things cool things mm-hmm. i want to i want to appear cool mm-hmm. i want to appear well informed i want people to think oh god he's got good taste uh, you know which is a ridiculous endeavor everyone's got different tastes yeah but like if i write down if i go by Amount of hours I've listened to yeah, an album. That's good. Exactly. Is that yeah. a good metric? Then coming up with ones that I obviously listened to as a teenager and are just incredibly obvious. Mm. And that's just like, that's going to be the things that I've listened to the most, really, isn't it? Yeah. Whereas like my music tastes are always developing, I guess. Um, the last couple of years I've been listening to a lot of new stuff, but because we're not in the age of the album anymore. Mm -hmm. I've just been listening to like Spotify. I go to an artist on Spotify and then it just plays a lot of their music. So that's not from any particular album. So I would love today to be able to choose some of those artists, but I can't say I listen to any of their particular albums. Mm -hmm. And also I feel this exposes me as a bit of a, a fraud because I do like a best of. (laughs)
0: <laughs> really? Yeah, like, yeah. I, I mean we've
1: out. we've I think we've spoken about David Bowie before like you think his albums are really good and I'm like well I think he's a singles man. Mm-hmm. So I just listen to all the singles. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean I know that's stupid. I know obviously I've got a couple of his albums they're really good. Jarvis Cocker agrees with me on that. By the, the way. Bowie's a singles man. Yeah. Mm. So I'm not a complete idiot. But yeah, I feel I'm just going to be very exposed by this. I've got some very obvious choices that are very kind of poppy.
0: Yeah. 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 I think it's difficult, isn't it? I did a similar exercise about five years ago when I tried to do my top 50 albums of all time. Right. Um, But what I did was, instead of putting them in order, I put them in three tiers, top tier albums. And then I had, a, I had a full and frank conversation with my housemate at the time, Carl, and I said, and because what I was struggling with was like critically acclaimed albums versus personal albums that are, are personal to me. Mm-hmm. I think there's a tension there with these sort of things, isn't there? There is. Um, and, and Carl was like, there's absolutely no point in doing it. one based on critical acclaim. It has to come from personal taste.
1: And he was, he was right. I agree with that I agree with that it's just that it's just that I want to I want I want I think ideally in my top five I'd want one album from different each album to be from slightly different genre yeah like you want to have something electronic uh, something dance something a bit jazz or yeah. or, or, or like world music-y you want to have something a bit uh, indie but like when I look at it it's all just guitar music <laughs> yeah do you know do you know what I mean this is this is my this is my my quandary.
0: Yeah, this is my
1: quandary as well. And I do listen to a, a wide range of stuff. Yeah. But As I said, I don't listen to albums anymore, so it is just going to be like sort of indie-ish music.
0: There's there's a thing with like time, that you know, the benefit of time as well, isn't there? You know, there's, there's there's probably only like one album in here that I've discovered to an extent over the last like ten years, and the rest are from a very a very um short period of, in my life mm. um and yeah the, the genres are very narrow the representation is incredibly as narrow yeah. as you can get um it's not diverse is it it's no it's no it's not there's <laughs> no way diverse no um but we are where we are we're, we're a, yeah we're products of our times aren't we
1: it is what it is um People's.
0: I mean, I'm. I am still a, an albums person. I'd say I, I. I do try and listen to new music, but I'll always do that in a way where I listen to out the full full albums rather than mm. just look at just listen to like top five tracks or just put the artist on. Yeah. For some reason that I start, still want to identify with albums rather than yeah. artists.
1: This is also painful for me because as soon as we finish recording, I'm gonna start thinking of. Yeah, amazing albums that I would have liked to have said. Well,
0: yeah, weirdly, like, I've put this top five together, and I'm still, I still, and this was probably, I did this about two hours ago, and I'm, I'm still, there's still not, I mean, there's loads that are on a periphery, but I'm still pretty happy with this as a, I'm still comfortable with this as a top five in terms of, honest, the honesty of it. I'm ready okay so um the first one that i wrote down i'll just do it in the order that i wrote them down was um an album called gemstones by adam green
1: yeah you you you've recommended this to me before yeah
0: which straight off the bat i can say this i don't see myself as a fan of novelty music to any extent whatsoever but there's certainly novelty elements to adam green's oeuvre So Adam Green, for people that don't know, was in a band called The Moldy Peaches. Um, They only brought out one album. Um, My friend Norm's brother, Simon, introduced our friendship circle to The Moldy Peaches uh, at at, the late 90s, early noughties. And then I continued. I, I listened to Kimmy Dawson, who was sort of the other half of The Moldy Peaches, a bit, but... I've uh, really kept close track of Adam Green. I've probably seen him uh, half a dozen times, maybe more. Um, he's like a crooner. Mm. Um, he's a crooner working in the rock milieu. Milieu. Yeah, that's a, that's a, a quote from, um, Wayneswell too. Right. It talks about. Um, oh, right. uh, what's he called? Rip Taylor. No, Rip Taylor.
1: Rip Torn. The actor.
0: No, there's someone who's playing Wayne Stock. And he's talking about The Doors and he says he thinks that
1: Jim Morrison is really a crooner working in the rock milieu. Do you know, talking about crooners, do you know who Frank Sinatra was a huge influence on? No. Ian Curtis.
0: Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he he has got that um, low baritone, hasn't
1: he? Yeah. If you listen to um, Closer, like, yeah, it's it's in uh, his book called Touching From a Distance by his ex-wife and he just basically just started listening to loads of Frank Sinatra, and that 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 changed the way he sung. How do you feel about Frank Sinatra? Uh, I can take or leave him. Um, not not into that sort of music, I think. Really, no, I, I do like that sort of music. Yeah, I think so. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Any questions? <laughs> good, uh, good. Uh, so, is it novel? Is it comedy music?
0: It's not comedy music, but it, it, there's certain tens of phrases, and lines that are. And it's like very abstract, weird lyrics. Um, I I'd, 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 I'd str- I'd struggle to explain why I like it. I think I, I, I think I just love the sound of his voice and the melodies that he's using.
1: Yeah, it, I'd say from what I've heard of his music, it's got joie de vivre. Yes, it's got life force. It's it's raw and unprocessed and. And uh, it's got spunk. Yeah, good.
0: Good, yeah. So you're, so you've, you're not a critic critic of Adam Green. Because a lot of... It's chalk. It's um, I'm not averse. I just... It's chalk. <laughs> is
1: it chalk and cheese?
0: No, cheese. Oh, was I was trying Which to say it. Is... Um, what is it when you say that one man's meat is another man's poison? You just said it. Yeah, that's, that's Adam Green.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: okay, that's good to yours.
1: Uh, I'm going for Bat Out of Hell 2 by Meatloaf. Of
0: course, right, okay. So
1: Bat Out of Hell 2, not yeah. Bat Out of Hell 1. Nope. So this is, uh, well, this is important because it was one of the first albums I bought. I think the first album I bought was Bizarre Fruit by M People. Right. Then it was, And then it was Pocket Full of Kryptonite by Spin Doctors. Okay. Then I bought a CD single, which was "Pincushion" Cushion by ZZ Top. Right. And then I think it was Bat Out of Hell 2. And that's when I was like... Those those were just like songs I'd heard on the radio. It's like, oh, I really like this. I'm into music now. But Battle Out of Hell 2 was just... I just constantly played it. It was just like I put it on and I was just like, this is mental. And and, what was the single that hooked you into Battle Out of Hell 2? Well, well, it was probably... Of course, it was... I'd do anything for love, but I won't do that. Yes. Yes. But the album was just brilliant with um, Out of the Frying Pan and Into the Fire... Um, objects in the rear view mirror may appear, may appear closer than they are um, it's just it's just unbelievably good and it's got a really weird um, track at the end with spoken word on it everything loud and everything else I think it's called and yeah it's about it's about someone murder about a teenager murdering his parents with a Fender Stratocaster guitar Right, it's really bizarre and then I saw a drag queen lip syncing to it a few years later at a festival and it was really good um so yeah big fan of of that album
0: yeah got no arguments from me there I mean the only qualm I'd have with is it with is like obviously that traditionally people go for battle of held only is the as the quintessential yeah meatloaf album I don't think I've ever listened to it well I had um or my dad actually had the very best of meatloaf. That was my yeah. That was my uh, yeah. that's my favorite meatloaf album. Exactly.
1: Yeah. I, I, and as as you know, I'm not got nothing against best off, so mm-hmm. I'm all I'm all for that. But yeah, just a just a great album with amazing songwriting and production and guitar playing. The, I mean, the, so the cri- criticisms
0: that fall towards meat and Messrs Loaf and Steinman are uh, it's quite overblown. It's quite sort of... Um, yeah, yeah.
1: Melodramatic. Melodramatic. Um, yeah. Um, and I'm not a fan of musicals. I'm not a fan of melodrama. Yeah. Um, which is kind of weird that I like this album. Yeah. Really. So yeah.
0: sort of similar... With those two choices there, they're, they're kind of anomalies for both of us, aren't they? Are they? Adam Green
1: and Glove. Why, why is Adam Green... Because, like North I Green?
0: say, he's sort of... You know, he's um, novelty-adjacent.
1: He's he's next to a novelty. <laughs>
0: he's he, you know he 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 plays with the novelty genre. But,
1: there's, you, there's but no, you like novelty.
0: But there's no other. Um, I wouldn't say there's any other sort of m- music artists
1: like Adam Green in my favorite you, artists. Uh, yeah, no, I think you do like that sort of music. That guy from Fleet Foxes. That's uh, that's novelty music. <laughs> no, What's he called?
0: It's as far away from novelty music. It's very um, uh, sincere um, dower music, isn't it? Yeah. Robin John Misty. Oh, Father John Misty. Oh, right. Okay, that's novelty music. I see what you're saying. Sorry, I thought you meant. Um, Sorry, meant Fleet Foxes. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. I've got you. Yeah, you have. You have got, got you me. there. Yeah, maybe there's more to it than I yeah than I realise. Album number two. Um, I had to put this in here. Up the bracket
1: by the Libertines. Right, okay. <laughs> um, my, you know, my whole. You put you're putting your heart on your sleeve with this one. I think
0: my late teens, early twenties were dominated by that band. You really
1: loved them, didn't you? Yeah, you, really f- you formed a band.
0: I formed a band. Um, I started. I sort of had a. Friendship, you know, a distant friendship with a, a band who were on the coattails of the libertine. Some would say, "Who was that?" The Paddingtons, right? There was, a, you know, there was a scene in Hull. You started calling yourself a poet. I started calling myself a poet in, in newspaper interviews. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, you know, I'm, I I I I couldn't say for definite that I never went out with um, with uh, gaffer tape on my shoes or jeans. That probably happened at some point. Yeah. Um, I stopped short of trying hardcore drugs, crack or heroin.
1: Wise move, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, very formative. Are you partial to an all you can eat breakfast? All day breakfast? Like Pete. Belly Don- buster Pete Doherty. No, Pete Doherty.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, we used to go for a belly buster at Wally Cross Cafe when I was in sixth form. So, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I suppose yeah. so, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, you ever pushed anyone out a window? No. No. shouldn't say that, should I? No, not really, no. Lawyers. Yeah. Um, yeah. You ever driven a Jag? You ever been in a Jaguar? A what's, Jag- what's that got to do with? Pete Doherty famously drove round, used to buy old Jags. Did he?
0: I sort of like completely disengaged with him probably probably like during the like the Kate Moss years really like the the sort of the the the, The celebrity years the tabloid years yeah um, disengaged probably you know coincide with me going the other side of 25 right um I probably disengaged with music a lot the other Mm. side of 25 really and I only came back to it when my work was more music oriented
1: yeah good there you go i'm I'm yeah. not gonna apologize no you got your heart on your sleeve and i and i think that's important and i i appreciate it so i'm probably just gonna go in a chronological order sort of thing the times that the albums were released yeah so like Battle of hell 2 was one of my first cds so i'll just go to another cd that was close to that time like i'll go through my my Life. Adolescence, yeah. So, apologies if they're not in chronolo- true chronological order, but uh, "Fuzzy Logic" by Superior Animals, very nice. Yeah, yeah, um, a daft album yeah. with a lot of bangers on it. <clears throat> Flu- if it was a colour, it'd be fluorescent. Um, I think so. Yeah, I think. I mean, what? <laughs> yeah. So so. Um, my friend, Emily, Emily Bone, she got me into them. But also, my brother had a Shine album, mm-hmm. and it had like a speeded-up version of uh, Something for the Weekend on it. And, yeah, the single version of Something for the Weekend was, um, I think it was re-recorded faster. Right. Uh, it was really good. Um, but, yeah, that. And then, um, yeah, Emily had a poster on a wall of The Man Don't Give. An oh, yeah, F, yeah. An
0: F. Robin... I,
1: I, I don't know. It's a football thing, isn't it? Yeah. And I uh, went to see them a couple of times. They were brilliant. And um, yeah, and obviously my son is called Griff. Of course, yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's named after Griff Reese. Not because I'm an uber fan of Griff Reese, although I like, I prefer his super fairy animal stuff much more than his solo stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I, I, I like the name. Yes, uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's a great. Name. It's not like an I'm, obs- I'm not an obsessive fan. No, uh, but yeah, it's just a brilliant album. It's got songs about hamsters. It's just brilliant. It's got hometown unicorn about a man named Frankie Fontaine who went missing. Uh, is that a real story? It's yeah, real story. I believe so. Yeah, um, yeah. It's got if you don't want me to destroy you, which is just a brilliant. <laughs> that is a great ballad. Movie. I should have looked all this up but with the <laughs> no, short notice that yeah, we've got. It's an emergency uh, uh yeah, and uh, Bad Behaviour. It's just a great sort of glam rock song. Is Herman Loves Pauline Frisbee.
0: Pardon? Is Herman loves Pauline on
1: that one? Um no it's not. Yeah. I think that came out in between that and Radiator or after Radiator. But um yeah, just a a brilliant album. I've no. had my Frisbee sharpened and honed. I've had it galvanised and chromed. Decapitating broken toys, my Frisbee brings the noise. Just really good lyrics. That and good, yeah. great guitar playing by Bumpf. They could be rap.
0: They could be rap lyrics, couldn't they?
1: That's Exa- exactly, yeah. It's just, it's just brilliant.
0: My introduction to Make Super it... Fairy Animals, I reckon, was the song Do or Die. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, um, and then quite a fast one. A few years later, I bought um, Rings Rings, around, Rings the around the World. Is that what the album's called? Rings Around the I World. Think so. And that's the that's the I, that's I, the album that I most I'm most familiar with.
1: Out yeah, Super I it? lost track. I lost track after Radiator, right? And and now now I just listen to them on Spotify, which obviously just an amalgamation of things. Mm. Yeah,
0: yeah, but Untouchable band, you know, no one criticises the no. band, do they really? No fan of Golden Retriever or oh, that World Cup song that they brought
1: out. What was the World Cup one? Was it called Boing Boing? Oh I like I like that. Did you? Yeah. No, I didn't really like that. what's your next one
0: uh, so my next one is Graceland by Paul Simon good
1: choice so this really, is, really really good choice that
0: this is uh, the oldest song on my list but the one that I've got into the most recently I remember watching the Paul Simon video with Chevy Chasing yeah like on MTV when I was young yeah um, I kind of you know was uh, had a the utmost respect for Simon and Garfunkel, but then, uh, and probably like an ex-girlfriend got me into Graceland. Um, Diamonds on the soles of shoes. Yeah, yeah, just, um, just bloody, pretty good, bloody good album. It's got every, it's got, it's got it all, hasn't it?
1: I think for you, with your El- your love of Elvis, like this must be particularly resonant. This album.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I once read as well that the singer of the band Vampire Weekend, yeah, wrote a collection of short stories based on the each track of the album Graceland. Really? Mm, quite like I quite like thinking about that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I think about that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> do you read them? Do you I don't read, think they're do, available anywhere, yeah. and I've
0: never been able to like verify that as a as a thing that happens so yeah it's just it's just something that's in my mind now okay fair
1: enough I'd say why not
0: yeah no I think it's a nice project
1: so yeah go for it shoot Uh okay just a very obvious one again and I feel very exposed with this one Uh but if I'm gonna do justice to my teenage self I have to say it yeah pulp his and hers what's what's wrong with that Uh no I don't know I don't know. I mean, I don't think it... I mean, I don't I, think what I've mentioned is all just guitar music. Yeah. And well, it, and it's very much a sort of Britpop album, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Pulp sort of transcend
0: yeah. Britpop, don't they? And, yeah. Um again, they're another band that no one really has a bad thing to say about. Yeah. And
1: no, I, I just loved it. Like, and you haven't said common
0: people. You haven't said different class, have you?
1: No, I guess that, could, that gives me a bit of cool points, yeah. doesn't
0: it? Absolutely. Um, yeah.
1: No. Um, so, my brother was really into Oasis and and the Verve, and um, but I, I really loved them as well. Um, but Pulp was the one that that uh, that touched something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, and I just thought it was great. Yeah. I, I, as 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 an, an effeminate man, uh, you yeah.
0: No, I don't think so. Yeah, I reckon. No, I, I, I think,
1: think I, I'm more effeminate than you. I, I think you'll find I'm more effeminate. Um, I've I, I, I got thinner I, I'm wrists. I'm very effeminate. I've got thinner wrists than you.
0: Lo, thinner. Yeah,
1: yeah, um, yeah, maybe. But um, no, I think you're very blokey. You're into football, you're into real ale, you're into Adam Green. You, Adam Green, you, you know you, you've you're very um, and all the jobs you've had have been in the world of men.
0: That's absolutely that's true. That's, that's total truth. Complete. And all
1: the jobs I've had have been uh, organizations mainly made up of women.
0: Uh, I've been I've been in the art world for a long time. The world of arts.
1: You you were at National Museums Liverpool.
0: Yeah. Managed managed by
1: a mixture of men and women. Mm,
0: yeah, probably were, more women.
1: Then you went into. Um, the one in Chester, yeah, that was that was men. Then you went men, into pedolito yeah. that was men, and then you went and then you went into the charity sector, and that was all men.
0: Uh, you forgot the Everyman Theatre,
1: okay? That's a mixture. Yeah, but
0: yeah. you can't get more effeminate than working for the Everyman Theatre. Yeah,
1: I'm, 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 I'm in touch with my feelings. Um, so am I. Okay, I'm uh, good. Really I, I was raised by a woman. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, and and a man you, for you. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, I'm I'm very sensitive. I'm overly sensitive. No, so I, am I, about, I am actually. I'm more sensitive than you. Mm. But you,
0: you're very good at fixing things. Yeah, um, you like cars. You like darts. Uh, yeah. You like meatloaf. But I don't like watching darts, so I couldn't tell you anything about that. No, were well, you very good at darts? Mm,
1: don't know about. You that. like a pint. Um, I don't go for a pint very often.
0: Hairy, quite a hairy man. Yeah. Um, yeah, fix and things. Uh, vehicles. You've had a... You've um, birthed a child.
1: Yeah. These things aren't... These things aren't... Fathered a child. Yeah, these things aren't... What What do you mean? You mean I'm not the dad? <laughs> no, I'm saying you
0: are the dad. Yeah. Right, okay, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, um <laughs> I, I'm definitely more effeminate than you. I think there's no no doubt about that. So it's one challenge I think a lot of people who know me would would agree that I'm effeminate.
0: Well, I think a lot of people who know me would agree that I'm uh, quite I'm well, quite camp. You're not
1: camp.
0: I am. I am. <laughs> I wouldn't say camp. Um, so it was one challenge i, I I'm, I'm, in,
1: I'm intimidated by other men. Uh, me That's too. That's quite effeminate. Yeah, me too. I, can,
0: I, can, I cower A A in pubs? Yeah.
1: Do you? Oh yeah. yeah. We're really getting somewhere with this.
0: Um, well, we once challenged each other to a um, chopstick chopstick eating competition, didn't we? You and me. We once did that in a pod, pod, on a podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But How could we challenge each other to determine who's the most
1: effeminate? Um, see who. See who who can cry on cue see who can cry the most easily at something isn't that the sort of best actor yeah maybe yeah yeah um, and see, isn't that a little bit sexist I don't know <laughs> it, who just see who the who the most sensitive one is who, I, I, th- mean, th- I to think. to be honest, I think the best way is to see who's the most camp yes <laughs> that <laughs> that was good <laughs> the way he I didn't think I yes. wasn't
0: even trying then that was good the way yeah. he said yes like that
1: yeah We'll, yeah. have, we'll have a camp off okay yeah this week
0: that's a good idea yeah
1: <laughs> uh, yeah so just yeah, I don't think I need brilliant to to go yeah and it.
0: we've both seen that band this year
1: yeah and like my, my mum tried to get tickets f- for us to go and see Pulp in Hyde Park in like 1998 or something like that and it, we couldn't it was totally sold out but I, I got to see them this year which was brilliant yeah special yeah and I had I had the t shirt on. I used to wear their t shirt on school trips and that. Wow. Yeah, and there was yeah, there was this guy who who kind of mocked it a little bit because you know he wasn't it wasn't as effeminate because like I say, it wasn't effeminate. That he was into Oasis and stuff, you know. Yeah, they're yeah.
0: the most they're the second most effeminate
1: Britpop band, band of mainly men. Who's the first? Swede. Hmm.
0: Don't know. I'm not a fan of them, so I don't really, really know. Fan. I don't really know. Okay. Uh, so next on my list is Is This It by The Strokes?
1: It's a really good album, that.
0: It's, yeah. A, a flawless album. You know, there's criticism leveled at The Strokes. Is that are a bunch of pretty boys that played music
1: second, secondarily? I don't think that's fair. I think they are all very pretty. Good-looking people, but Mm -hmm. I don't think you could deny their their musical skill. No, but
0: a lot of people like they they got a big backlash at the time, didn't they? Did they? Yeah, I think that's probably sort of dispersed in the ethers of time, hasn't it? The backlash, Mm -hmm. Um, but I suppose the other criticism they've never, you know, equaled that first record. But that was a big gateway. Uh, to be honest, if I'm perfectly honest, the, f- the first time I, I bought it, I was really excited. I'd read about them. I'd list I'd heard. I'd heard um, the Modern Age and last, last, last night, uh, probably yeah. And then I put the album on, and it, it yeah, it took me a few listens to really. But then yeah, it's
1: um, it stuck fast, and it's a it's just a brilliant album every track on it is really good there's not really any filler on it and it's the the playing on it's really good and the production's really good on it
0: it's probably the album in this list that i listen to the least nowadays probably because i listened to it so much
1: mm. in those days it's kind of an album that'd be easy to discount cuz like it's probably not an album that i put on repeat all day long because it's also like immediate and poppy Mm. But then, if you don't listen to it for a very long time, and you listen to it, yeah, it just makes you want to like dance or or like sing, and that it's just so good.
0: Yeah, like, I think there's a there's Americans there's with a very good indie disco with our two um, lists, isn't
1: there? Do you think so? Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay, so now we're down to two choices left each. One for me, two for you. Really? Mm-hmm. Jeez, that's really like. There's stuff on here that I'd love to have mentioned, but it's probably not gonna get a mention.
0: So you haven't said that you've got a list of ten are you picking five from, is that right?
1: Yeah, I've just written down ten things. Oh god, I don't know what to choose now. Okay, so I started getting more into like rock music after this and um Yeah, sticking to the chronological order, I go for when I was at university, I list, kept on list like I just listened to this album repeatedly. Was uh, turn on the bright lights by Interpol. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just an amazing album. Amazing album. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Have you watched um, Meet Me in the Bathroom or Red? No, I haven't.
1: D- um, documentary about New York. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that links with what you just chose with the Strokes around the same time.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's an album that was like at the time. It it was like. It was hailed, but not, but it was but mute What I'd call muted, muted, mutedly.
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I think there was but, a lot but, of... but then it's become like an absolute classic over time. Yeah, it? definitely. Um, but yeah, but weirdly, like all my friends in that friendship group in the band Three to One Tommy, we all just love that album, and that's with like, that's even like Will Dicky, who's really into drum and bass music and jungle, like. Right. We were, we were going to like drum and bass raves and stuff, and but like, and then that's with like Ben Viggies, who is really into world music and jazz. Like, but we all just loved that album for some reason. And um it, it, I was listening to lots of Joy Division and New Order at the time, mm-hmm. and then a lot of a lot of every article that was written about Turn on the Bright Lights mentioned it, like mm-hmm. Ian Curtis or Joy Division, which is kind of a bit annoying because they're so different but I kind of you know they are quite gloomy yeah Um and um but it just really fitted with the music that I was listening listening to at the time and it's just got really good songwriting on it yeah his lyrics are phenomenal aren't they yeah Paul Banks yeah definitely and it's all a bit opaque and ambiguous and I think I think it's... That's funny that you said his lyrics are so good because I think, I think some people criticise them because they're not... You don't really know what he's talking about mm. and there's quite obvious sexual innuendo in them and stuff in some of them, but, like... Um, that's why cool. I, I like novelty records. That's too. why you like it, yeah. But I think he's, like, discredited sometimes as a bit amateur in his lyrics and that, but I, I, I really like them because they just conjure up an atmosphere along mm-hmm. with the music and... And I just think it's it's great. Is that similar to how people um,
0: mock Jim Morrison's lyrics? Do they? Yeah, uh, as being like six form poetry.
1: Yeah, I think that I don't know. Yeah, I think that I don't haven't listened to enough Doors music, but but yeah, definitely with. Uh, In Paul were criticised for the lyrics, but yeah. Um, right. So the last one, yeah. Uh, last me. one for you. Come on, feel the lemon heads. I'm glad you have put that in because I wanted to put a lemon heads on Um, but I've only listened to I keep, I keep listening to a compilation of theirs, so I couldn't have chosen Come On or the, was it Shame about Ray? Shame about Ray, yeah. yeah.
0: So. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, the the, the album that got me into lemon heads again from Norm's brother Simon was uh, the Atlantic Years. That's that, that's what I listened to yeah. all the time, yeah. Uh, yeah. But um, I think since Come On Feel has played a bigger role in my life. um, Yeah, yeah. And I still get the same buzz from it today that that I always
1: have. And you've seen him live a few times?
0: Um, Yeah, not as many as I'd have liked to. Probably, I don't know, four or five times, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Another, I mean, the thing that all these albums have in common is a very, um, interesting vo- vocal, I'd say. I, I, yeah. Very like singers with interesting voices. Evan Dando's got
1: that in the best voice of the generation. And and it's uh, classic rock. It's like it's amazing songwriting. That's un. It's not disguised. It's not. Uh, it's it's just like straight down the line rock with really good lyrics. Yes, and it's punk and it's country. Yeah. I'm a big country yeah, fan, there's yeah, no, there's no yeah. other like
0: country influence in this list, there's not yeah. really much of a punk, I suppose, yeah. up the bracket to an extent, and this is it to an extent, but yeah. yeah, the Lemonheads had to go in there, and um, yeah, it, I think most people see It's a Shame About Ray as their sort of main album, but yeah. um, for some reason, yeah, Come On Feel was always the one that stuck with me. In yeah. fact, I don't think I owned. I don't know if I ever owned. It's a Shame About
1: Ray. I think I had. It's a Shame About Ray on mini disc, but didn't yeah. have it on CD. Mini disc. Wow. Yeah. And I could, like a um, like a copied mini disc because you could buy. Weirdly, you could buy like official mini. Yeah. No, I never ever bought any official no, mini discs. Neither did
0: I. No, this was uh, copied from from uh, Simon.
1: Yeah, I'd I'd love to have a mini disc player still. Yeah, yeah. I think I think my brother still has. Is mini discs? Wow! Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's great. Yeah, yeah. S- send in a photo, Mike. And, yeah, or anyone mini, who's got pictures that. of mini discs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely.
0: What yeah. other pictures do we want people to send in? Just mini discs. What about people being
1: effeminate? effeminate. Yeah, sending pictures of yourselves being effeminate. The, 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 I'm a bit uncomfortable. What's the most uh, effeminate photo of yourself you have? I'm a bit uh, uncomfortable with the effeminate
0: conversation because I don't feel like.
1: You You think gender's moved on from that? Yeah, it's a
0: little bit... There's no such thing as a feminine, I don't think, anymore.
1: Yeah, good shout. Men should just be more sensitive. Men should be more camp across the board. They should, they should, definitely. Sticking to for my next one going down I was going more into like rock and grunge Um an obvious so an obvious choice would be Nirvana but um, Nirvana I think she's pronounced Nirvana okay swings and roundabouts isn't it and um so I've gone for Doolittle Pixies nice can I just look up Doolittle to see what songs was on it yeah are on it. but that's just like I think you could describe that as their most accessible album mm-hmm. and it's quite poppy. Mm. It's got some pop poppy singles on there, uh, but it's also got a bit, a bit of their darkness on it. And it's just like, uh, it's one of those albums where every track is just brilliant sort of thing. Like you just listen. I remember hearing it for the first time and just like immediately draws you in and loved it and had to keep listening. But what made you listen to it for the first time? Um, I think someone just put it on. Oh right, at a mate's house. Yeah, nice. I was just like, "How have I not listened to them before?" After, yeah. after listening to Nirvana for for a while, and and Pixies being mentioned in interviews all the time, but never thinking to put it on. Mm. But then when I heard it, I was just like, "Wow, yeah, it's and, unbelievably good." And how
0: often do you listen to the
1: to the Pixies today?
0: Listen to them very often. It's always on my Spotify. Really, they're one of those bands where like every time I hear them. I absolutely love it and really enjoy it, and I, but I never, some, for some reason, choose to put
1: it on. Oh really? I don't know why that is. Yeah. But. I, I just, yeah, it's just brilliant, like songwriting, unusual production, really tinny guitar sounds and like you've got the weird sort of time signatures and stuff sometimes mm. like, and really bizarre lyrics. Yeah, and yeah. It's just love, that's just great. And it, and this his voice is amazing and Yes. and Kim Deal is it Kim Deal the bassist? Yeah. Her voice is really good as well. Mhm. It's just great. Uh how do you feel about the Pixies
0: universe? so You've got Pixies Black Francis I Frank like, Black. I, yeah, I like his sort the of
1: stuff. I don't know enough of it, but I do I do like it.
0: I think a friend of ours, Carl Roberts, prefers I think i'm right in saying he prefers frank black and catholics to pixies oh really mm. oh, i don't know uh do right in carl if i'm wrong yeah uh breeders yeah i only know
1: cannibal, cannibal. Yeah. yeah which is a, a very a banger an absolute banger yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 i think that's my top five and are we going to do honorable mentions
0: yeah i'll do a few honorable mentions um, mentioned Ocean Colour Scene were the first bands oh, wow. that I ever went to see. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, so when you were saying that Mosley Mosley well, I'd probably put Matching
1: Already as my album. I mean, you've lost your mind. You've lost. <laughs> you <your>, no, <know>, Matching is <laughs> a great lost, album. That is, that is the worst decision ever. Um, you, if you're going to choose an Ocean Colour Scene album, you can only choose Mosley Shoals Yeah, well, but, but a lot of people would say. That, well, you you like is that the one after? <laughs> yeah, it's you've, a good album. You've lost you have lost your mind on that. Uh,
0: you know, ask so me a million me. times. So me. Ask me a million times, and I'll say I'll say matching already a million times.
1: Well, I've, I I mean I can't. I've not listened to that. Well, me. it's got it's but got songs on how it. How could it not of. be Mosley Shoals Insane.
0: All right, go on. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm doing this off the top of my head, really. Oh. Like that was the first band that's, uh, you know, I was obsessed with Ocean Colour Scene for a, a number of years before the Libertines came into my life.
1: Yeah,
0: I should like I'd like to think of some more. Well, you've said Father John Misty, so probably I'd have um, Fear Fun or the one after it. Uh, there's a band from the '60s called Small Faces. Uh, yeah. And they've got tin, a, tin Soldier yeah
1: so that's for an album called Ogden's Nut Gone Flake and, and uh, what's the one about the uh, wouldn't it be nice to get along with me neighbours yeah
0: Lazy yeah lazy Sunday they're great um, so they were I always describe them as my second favourite 60s band right go on you, you
1: throw a few out at me um, I really liked Beethoven Was Deaf by Morrissey Oh, right. One of the best live albums ever, I think. Live albums? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's weird to choose a live album, but it's got the advantage of being like a best of. Right. Because it's got loads of songs from different albums on it. And he had like a really good uh, sort of rockabilly backing band. Uh-huh. uh And it's just a really great raw live album. But yeah, I mean, Smiths. I, I, I really got into the Smiths in a big way. Um But... That didn't really fit with the timeline I just gave you. Which which Smith album, if you had to pick one, gun to your head? Um, I think it would just be Queen is Dead, their most popular one. Guess what mine would be? Strange Race. Here, here we come. It's not
0: not technically a studio album, this one. Um, I don't know. Hatful of Hollow.
1: Yeah, I've got that on vinyl. But yeah, that was on there, and then I had some Elliot Smith from a basement on the hill. Barrow by Gorky's oh, nice. monkey. monkey uh, I had desert songs by Mercury Rev I, ne- I never got into Mercury Rev to any extent at Yeah. All. Um Disintegration by The Cure and that's it that's all I've got written down I feel like I need to throw up some on- honourable mentions but um, well, I haven't got I'm not prepared neither am I and um yeah, I feel exposed. I feel like a pig. I feel like a pig. I feel like a pig. Yeah, I feel, I feel like, like, a, I dirty feel like a dirty pig. Dirty like pig for all those choices. Offensive. Offensive. Dirty pig. Just like in everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, just I feel like a blinkered dirty pig with all those choices. Yeah. But they're the they're the albums that I put a lot of hours into listening.
0: Yeah. Me too. Yeah. 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 Me too. I mean, I suppose there's there's other albums by the same artists uh, that could have, like, other Lemonheads albums other Adam Green albums. Yeah. Um, I said on the Bright Lights" was a one from yours that I thought that oh, could have easily gone in there.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: But no, it was it was this fun.
1: Yeah, it was. I don't know how funny it'll be for the listeners. It, I think, I think some like... of our fan base will be into this.
0: Yes, yeah, some. Of, hopefully, the lack of laughs will be made up by the. Just good old music chat by a couple of bloody musos. Ooh, yeah.
1: We had a good um effeminate chat.
0: Yeah, yeah, feelings.
1: Send in send in stories of the most effeminate things you've yeah, done or stop We're stopping, or, saying, or, we're
0: stopping or, saying effeminate though, aren't we? Uh, Camp. Yes, camp,
1: yeah. Or, or a sensitive. Sensitive thing. Have you ever cried at have you ever cried at a house party and people have been like, Oh, what's wrong with you? Yeah. What's wrong with you, Chris? Why are you crying when we're all pissed teenagers having fun? You know, things like this. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Is that is an that anecdote? That's anic- to yeah. me, yeah. All right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah.
1: That's, uh, pretty, cool. that's pretty camp.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, if you saw my dancing in the early noughties, I think you'd feel differently about me.
1: Really? Yeah. I've seen you dance drunk, yeah, so... Yeah, I don't know, I don't know. it's effeminate. No? Yeah. Turned it down, yeah. Um, but, but do get in touch, yeah.
0: Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. What are you up to this week? Um, Elvis tonight, um,
1: uh, tribute,
0: yeah. yeah. Um, um a football match tomorrow, that's not feminine. Followed by a curry, that's not feminine. Depends what curry I go for.
1: Could go, what, what would be a camp curry?
0: A camp curry would be a madras. <laughs> um yeah. a camp curry I'm not gonna say korma. A camp curry would be um maybe Buna. a do, do piazza, which obviously means mm. double onion.
1: Yeah. Does that is that obvious?
0: <laughs> well, you know, yeah, and what's yeah. more camp yeah. than a couple of onions? <laughs>
1: yeah. Um Boona.
0: No mm. Josh Rogan. Josh Rogan, no, I don't think, I don't see those, as campy. John it's quite a
1: camp name. Yeah, it's
0: a little bit, it's got a Z in it, hasn't it? So, yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: so, yeah, Curry's not camp, but what else are you
0: doing? Uh, uh, got ballet on su- Sunday. Yeah, not true. Um, I'm going to do some crochet. On, on. Yeah, not true. Tomorrow. Not um true. Uh, no, yeah, that's, that's everything really. Yeah. How about you?
1: No plans. would well, do you want to come for a curry? Uh, what day? Tomorrow night. Um. It's a good group for us. Saturday night. Should we discuss we'll this We'll discuss after? this later, yeah. yeah. Just a shout out to another writing from a young man called Joe. Last week I mentioned my dog Canapé was sick in the back of my car and, um, by the time we got to the vets, kind of barely eating up all the sick and kind of cleaned, cleaned the seat by licking it.
0: Yeah, disgusting.
1: Young man called Joe wrote in, Hi Chris and Sam, good to have you back on the airwaves. My childhood dog ate my sister's be <laughs> nappy, sicked it up onto the leather Chesterfield and then re-ate the sick, along with the leather from the sofa. Quite the scene. Fortunately, my mum had recently taken a night class in upholstery so it was her time to shine. So his mum re-upholstered a Chesterfield sofa. No mean feet? I asked this young man, Joe, I said, was that a green Chesterfield or a red one? Do you know what he said? Green. He said it was dark brown, if memory serves. Right. Okay. Yeah.
0: I'm just going to leave it with this... um... It's a story about a. It's a, related to music because okay. it's about a music critic. Okay, um, that will be familiar to many of our listeners. Uh, it's not. It's not from the critic himself, but it's. It's just a story about this critic. Okay. All oh, down to me, you oh, I heard tell of a bad. From the Straits of Louisiana to the
1: Duquesne Riverbanks, I heard tell of that bad man I he named does make me shiver to my soul. Oh, Mary, Jesus, and Joseph, and that bad man, he went by the name of Peter Guy. Oh, Peter
0: Guy, he was a bad man. Oh, my soul does still holler to think of that name, that dread name that stains my nights, that Peter Guy. Oh, get into
1: this. I'll get into this. Something there for you. ha! <laughs>